Chapter 1 Yesterday My name is Tegan Oglietti. One of my ancestors was a highwayman, and another was a prince. Two were Olympic medalists, three were journalists, half a dozen were chefs, a whole bunch were soldiers, and a lot were housewives who didn't get a quarter of the credit they deserved. I've been thinking about inheritance a lot lately, about what we make, about what makes us, about the legacies we give those who come after us. Well, I would, wouldn't I? We all begin with our past. That last day, I was running late for the train, and I almost didn't stop to say goodbye. But Mum called me into the kitchen, where she was working on an experiment for her little restaurant. Ricotta and beef ravioli, she said, waving a laden fork at me. Open your mouth. I did. The pasta was light and silky, and although I prefer cheeses with more flavour, I had to admit the ricotta added something to the texture. Good, said Mum, quick dark eyes moving over my face. Good, I said through my mouthful, contributing to global destruction with the production of heat-trapping methane gases, but really very tasty. Tasty destruction. Now can I go? Hmm, she said, eyeing the liqueur bottles lined up beside the microwave. With any luck, I'd be coming home to a spectacular dessert. Oh, wait. She hooked an arm around my neck and hauled me back, kissing my cheek. She smelled like herbs and flour, the warm smell that meant home. There, now you can go and save the world. I laughed, kissed my fingers to the photo of Dad hanging on the kitchen wall, and ran out the door, rubbing the pink lip gloss off my face. Alex would be waiting and she would want the complete goss report before we met Dalmar at the station. Smart, intense Dalmar, who cared about the environment and domestic violence and famine. Handsome, talented Dalmar, whose skin was smooth and dark, whose eyes were round and a deep, rich brown, like new-turned soil. Perfect, perfect Dalmar, who'd been my brother's best friend for eighteen years, and my boyfriend for one day. The climate change protest was going to be our official first date, and I was already planning our wedding. My name is Tegan Oglietti, and on the last day of my first lifetime, I was so, so happy. I'll tell you the whole story. You might wonder why I bother. You already know the facts. But one thing I've learned over the past months, maybe even before, is that facts aren't enough. It's not enough to know. You have to believe. It has to be personal. So here I am, giving you my memories and my feelings and my words. My soul, if you like. It's the only thing that still belongs to me, and there were some times, bad times, that I doubted even that. But I know the father was wrong. No one can take your soul from you. You have to give it away. Here's my soul. I'm giving it to you. I hope you're listening. Alex opened the door before I could knock, her grin wide on her narrow face. She was wearing what she called her protest uniform, long red peasant skirt, leggings, heavy boots, and a bright shirt under a sleeveless vest covered with buttons. Straight not narrow, women against war, right is might, up the unions. I could see placards with more meticulously lettered slogans leaning against the wall and tried not to grimace. Those things were heavy, and I'd been hoping not to lug one around all day, but for once, Alex had concerns other than saving humanity from itself. I got your text, she said. Tell me everything from the beginning. Fourteen billion years ago, the universe expanded, 
I said, jumping out of Alex's reach. She'd stopped boxing, but she still had a mean right hook, even when it was just for fun. Okay, okay. He came around to my place yesterday, and I said, Owen already left for Tasmania, and he said, I know, I want to talk to you. Oh my god, Teague, Alex breathed. We're running late, but tell me as we go. Alex swung her battered satchel over her head. I knew from experience that the bag might contain anything, from a couple of muesli bars and a bottle of water, to fireworks, a complete set of lockpicks, and a collapsible crowbar. She picked up two of the signs and thrust them at me, shouldering the rest herself. Do I have to? Yes, lazy, she said, and called a cheerful goodbye to her foster mother. It's just that it's so freaking hot.